where are the singles at? I didn't really <laughs> re- represent <laughs> the singles. And we have so many single ladies and single moms that, that um, listen to the show that I was so happy I came across your page. Aww. So that's kind of the backstory of the uh, the show and the podcast itself. I'm a broadcast major. Um, I graduated with my broadcasting degree, but I never put it to use. I kind of just went into sales because that was the easy thing to do. <laughs> and... Um, and then I had, was diagnosed with breast cancer last year. Um, I walked through that journey, and I, I said to myself, life is too short. Why haven't I pursued my dreams? Yeah. And um, I've always wanted to have a women's broadcast ministry, so here I am. Look at God. That's so beautiful, and I'm so happy that you reached out to me. I'm so glad you tuned in today. That was a little bit of our off-air conversation, getting to know each other, my guests and I. Ginger Fidget is the most marvelous millennial on a mission that you will ever meet. (laughs) I'm so excited that she took time out to speak to Good Morning Ladies. Get ready for an awesome program. We're talking about the single life with the chapter leader of the Single Women Suite in New York. And you know how they do it in New York, ladies. It's going to be fabulous. Stay tuned. Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're taking us on your morning drive, or maybe it's your afternoon, evening drive on the way home. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to all the listeners out there for tuning in to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. We are on an amazing journey and having awesome discussions in this season on the show. If you've been listening, then you know that we've been talking about relationships. And I have a very special guest on the line. I have Ginger with me. She is with the Single Woman Suite of New York. So Ginger, would you say good morning to all the ladies listening? Good morning, ladies. So pleasure to be here. It is a pleasure to have you, and thank you for saying yes when I reached out to you on social media. <laughs> I know it's kind of like people reach out all the time. You're like, who is who's this person, and you know, is this someone I should talk to? So I thank you for um, just trusting that our, our podcast is really focused on helping women achieve their purpose in God. So thank you for coming on the show. No problem at all. I love, I'm all about purpose, and the only way that we can really achieve that is through our Father, so. Super excited for this opportunity. No, I am too. And I'm excited for all the listeners to hear your story. You know, we have guests from every generation, from every walk of life, women from every ethnic background. This is just, you know, it's a God thing when he brings all these different mixtures together. And and I truly love it. So listeners, as we always do, I'm going to open up briefly in prayer. And then we are going to talk today about the single life with Ginger. And so let's jump in right now. God, I thank you. I thank you for every listener. God, would you open hearts and minds? And I pray that something would be said on this podcast that will truly change lives. That one word, one word from you, God, can make all the difference. So I thank you for Ginger and our time today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So a little backstory for our, all our, our listeners. We've been talking about relationships. It was, I think I started the podcast around the uh, beginning of December and, you know, holidays, family. I was like, okay, we got to talk about relationships, but we've been talking about the married life, the dating life, um, the divorce life. And so I said, look, I got to represent for all my single ladies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Boom, I end up on the Instagram page of the Single Woman Suite in New York. And I'm like, what is this awesome page with these friends? And they're hanging out and they're fellowshipping. And then I saw something about faith in God. And I was like, okay, God, I'm going to reach out. So (laughs) here we are. This is how we met. 
Ginger, would you introduce yourself to everyone? Tell us a little bit about where you're from and what you do. Sure. So I'm Ginger, as we've said. <laughs> um, I'm 21 years old. I'm from Rockland County, uh, New York, which is less than an hour outside of New York City. I'm currently about to graduate from nursing school in May. So I'm really excited about that. Congratulations. Been, thank you. I've been on my single journey or in my single season for almost a year now, and it's been incredible, honestly. And we want to talk about that because I hear the joy in your voice. And, you know, for a lot of us on that single journey, um, there's ups and downs. So we don't always sound so excited, right? <laughs> to oh, be single. So true. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, before we jump into um, the real discussion, so you are studying for nursing. You said nursing is, uh, you're going to get your BA? Yeah, it's my uh, bachelor's in science, actually. Yeah. Nursing is so awesome. funny because it's uh, it really is an art and a science, but the degree falls under science. That is really awesome. That is truly um, folks that have the gift of service and servanthood. My hat's off. And I, I told you a little bit about my breast cancer journey. I, I didn't get to tell you this. The nurses in the chemo center um, that were taking care of me, they made the whole difference in my journey. I don't even think I shared that on previous podcasts. But when I would go in, and this is Kissimmee, Florida. I don't know if you know much about Kissimmee, but um, mm-hmm. there's a large Latin population here. Yep. And I'm actually Spanish. I'm, I was born in South America, Bogota, Colombia. And, oh, wow. um, <laughs> and I'm Puerto Rican, Spanish. so. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Horrible, girl. I don't speak any Spanish, but <laughs> I, but you know, identify with the culture. And so I would walk into the chemo center, no lie. And I, I know this is just kind of a sidetrack to, to what we're talking about, but they had music on. They would, you know, be asking if you wanted anything to eat. They were laughing, joking, and, and they were just fun. And that was in the chemo center. And so I found myself looking forward to going and fellowshipping with them on Fridays. And so the nurses on our journey, and, and I, I can sense that you have a heart for people. Um, they make all the difference. So we're going to be praying for you and, and your degree and your studies and your success. I just want to say that because I think that's important that we honor nurses and everyone Thank in the medical so field. Much. You know, I have to tell you, um, Nursing is what I decided to get my degree in for college, but um, this past year, 2017, God really placed a desire for entrepreneurship on my heart and just living a life where I can live out my God-given purpose and use the gifts Mm -hmm. that he's given me. So I actually just want to travel and love on people and help people to seek God's love. And that's really what I want. But uh, I do love nursing. And so we'll see how long I use that degree or how it comes yeah. up later in life, but I do really and love it, people. It could, be a, it could be a season, right? You'll have the tools to take care of anyone you meet wherever you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that is so awesome. Well, we're going to have to have you back on the program if you would like to, if you would do us the honor to, to talk about different topics. Um, we're going to get into self-love next month, February 2018, because I know it's the month of love, but during my battle and on my journey, I realized that I hadn't loved myself enough and I think that kind of led to my sickness. So if you if you would do us the honor, I'd love to have you back to talk about that in the future and how we serve God um, yes. with our gifts. Awesome, Definitely, awesome. because it's so funny. Um, you, in your single season, you have the opportunity to grow like never before. And I, my self-love has, I've, it's really like flourished. And I thought I was good, but this past week, God has shown me that, like, you still need to love yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my friend, and she's in the same exact boat. So that that's such a timely topic right there and so important. 
Oh, my gosh. So good. So good. I love how God brings things together. So I want to jump in uh, for our listeners. And, you know, whether you're married, divorced, single, I believe the conversation itself is going to be so full of God that you are going to be blown away. James, I want you to get into your story a little bit, uh, your testimony, and then also talk about the challenges of the, of the single of single women everywhere. But um, tell me how you got involved with the single women's suite, and then your, some of your backstory. Sure. So they really do go together. Uh, so I grew up going to private Christian school. I was raised in a Christian home. Um, I was taught that you wait till you're married for sex, even though my parents were very open and honest with me about the fact that they had had sex before marriage, but they hadn't known Christ yet. And together, during while they were dating, they came to know Christ, and they repented, and they stopped having sex until they got married. And my mother always tells me that she feels God um, blessed their relationship because of that. So that was kind of my background. Like, I, I grew up knowing the truth. I was surrounded by it. But it's, it's one thing to know something and really apply it. So in middle school is when I guess I got really, like, awakened to sexual sin and silly boys and all that. So I don't know. I guess as a young girl, you just don't know better. So you let these boys get in your head and you feel like you have to prove yourself and you really don't. But I I believed the lie and that just led me on this path, this downward path. And um, by the time I finished high school, I had I got I got my first job, which was very important Mm -hmm. to me as a person because it showed me like, hey, like you can be independent and love on yourself and you can do things for your for yourself. So that was important. But um, also having my first job, I I got I was put around a lot of new guys, and I got all this attention. And these guys would some I'll never forget. Some boy told me like you're not. I was a virgin until college, and some boy told me you're not going to make it through college. You're going to lose your virginity in college. And wow. I guess like he he sold that seed, and I didn't have. I guess I didn't know that just because somebody speaks something over my life does not mean that it has to be, that it has to come into fruition. And that's not what God has said to, about my life. But I didn't know that at the time. And so I got into college and I got into a relationship way too fast. And I ended up losing my virginity. But um, I made the mistake of fixing sin with sin, which never really works. <laughs> no, and, we've all been there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> things are much better, guys. Wait, let me tell you. But um, yeah. So I got into that relationship, and it was just toxic. And my brother, who is actually studying to become a pastor right now in California, uh, this is a couple years ago. He sent me this video on on uh, virginity and God's design for sex, and I remember watching it, and I was just crying. And I knew that I had to change my ways, so I, I ended that relationship and. I was like, I'm going to be single for a little bit. All the girls at school, well, not all of them, but my friends, were reading The Weight by uh, Devon Franklin and Megan Good. And so I was so excited that I had just gotten out of this relationship and I'm ready to do things God's way. So I started reading that book and it was very um, valuable to me in that time. Shortly after, I ended up getting into another relationship and I told the guy from the beginning, like, look, um, I already did things not God's way, so I'm trying to do things God's way this time. And so I want to wait to still marriage to have sex. And he was on board with it, so I was excited about that because you know, <laughs> you get right. when you're when you're younger or immature. I don't like to say younger and older because I really believe that maturity is is not an age thing at all. Yes, it's a, 
it's about responsibility. Well, in my immaturity, I, I took his words for, I thought like, oh, this is great. That's it. Like he said, he's on board. Well, here we go. Like another relationship. And this one's starting off way better. Like I actually built a friendship with this guy or so I had thought. So a couple months later in that relationship, I, that boy had a, a porn addiction and he was hiding it from me and I found it and it really just broke me as a woman. My self-worth was like down the drain. Like I, I literally, it really just broke me. I didn't understand like, <laughs> like why he needed other forms of like sexual pleasure. I don't know. Like I, you, as a woman, you should know that you're enough. And I didn't, I thought I was enough, but then his actions showed me different. And so I just, I was very hurt and confused. And then, but I'm so like, I wanted to love everybody. So I wanted to forgive him and, and help to fix him and taking on jobs that were not really my, my place. Cause only God can, can change somebody. So I was just in a really bad spot. <laughs> I was in a really bad spot around uh, this time last year and I got tired of it. And I ended that relationship as well. Every relationship, even though I only had two, everyone that I end, I always take time to reflect back on what went wrong and how do I avoid this next time? And okay, that's what he did wrong, but what did I do? What was my part that was played in this also for this to happen? I'm at the end of my second relationship now and my track record is not looking so great. I'm like, you know what? I, I need to learn how to love myself and stop using these little boys as a but like, I don't even know what to call it, to, to fill a void, honestly, because I've always been that little boy crazy girl since kindergarten. I had a crush on everybody, but I never really knew how to love myself. I was I was starting to with that first job out of high school, but it wasn't where it needed to be. The other reason why I was so encouraged about making the most out of my single season was because uh, those nights when I was crying myself to sleep all by myself, I I didn't know what else I could do or who else would be there for me but God. And so I just really, I really just mm. held on to him and his promises during that time. And he, whenever you show yourself to him, like he's going to draw closer to you and God is always faithful. So he's going to come through and he really did for me. And so I was like, okay, God, I see you got me. So I'm going to do the single season because I need to, I need to know you better. Even though I grew up in a Christian school, I really say that I was crawling with the Lord. But 2017, I started walking with the Lord. And it was just oh, a beautiful so thing. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm in the single season. I'm, I'm reading these books. I'm, I decided that I needed to flesh out my social media a little bit. So I started following a whole bunch of female entrepreneurs and pages that were pastors, different pastors, and anything that was about godly relationships and, and dating and marriage because I knew that that's what I wanted. So I was like, let me surround myself with this. So that's where I got my interest in entrepreneurship. That's where my single woman sweet journey kind of started because I, I came across this page. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's Luana Loves Purity. Ooh, and no, but I got to write that down. Yes. She's I, actually I the founder. Mm-hmm. She's actually the founder of the single woman suite. And she, I'm sure she would love to be on your podcast as well. And she's just such a beautiful soul. And that was a total God connection. So I, I was following her page on Instagram, which I recommend to everybody. And she, she posts such beautiful stuff just about trusting in the Lord and having faith and growing and knowing that your time is coming too. She's really such an encouragement. So I was on her page one day and she posted about a Facebook group called The Single Woman Suite. So I was just like, yeah. okay, let me see what this is about. 
And so I joined and it was just such a beautiful community of women of all backgrounds and all literally all over the world, single, widowed, divorced, basically everything but married. And I saw such encouraging posts and um, like Saturdays we have our, our Saturday night check-in, like accountability, what are you doing tonight? And Monday meditation, what God, what verse did um, God put on your heart today? Just little posts like that every day. And I was like, this is such a beautiful community. Like, I, the women are transparent. It's uplifting. So soon after I joined that Facebook group, Dewana put up a video asking for leaders to lead the single woman suite. And so we had a webinar and I hopped on and it was kind of just like, all right, like, thanks for coming. So here's what the single woman suite is about. And when you want to start yours up. So (laughs) it's funny because during these months of my single season, um, when I found out found out about the single woman seat is about October. So I'd had some months of going through a process and and I I really believe that God revealed my purpose to me back in May. Um and that was only through spending time with him and getting to know him better and who he created me to be and and who he says that I am. I I just told God I I tell God, I'm like God, in this life I only desire to be three things a wife, a mother, and an entrepreneur. And when it comes to my business, Lord, it has to be linked to my purpose because then I know that I'll be able to stick with it, good or bad, and it'll be to your glory, Lord. And Mm. I don't even care if it's not my own business. It could be somebody else's business so long as it aligns with my values and my purpose. So that was kind of my prayer. And so I get on this webinar for the single women's suite, and she, Dewana, shares the mission, which is having fellowship with like-minded women, women who are in a similar position with you and embracing your single season and knowing that it's, it's really not a burden. It's such a beautiful time and discovering your purpose in Christ and getting to know God even better. Because if you think about it, your single season as a woman, even as a man, you're never going to have another time like this where you don't, right. well, especially for me, I don't have any kids yet. Um, waiting on that day and my husband <laughs> but uh you know like you don't have a husband you don't have kids you're just you and so you have time to dedicate you have time to make God your boyfriend and you don't have to worry about somebody else's schedule or what they're doing you have time to lug on yourself and it's just and and learn and grow and and prepare for that marriage that you do when they want, if that's yeah. the desire that God has placed on your heart. So it's a really special time, but we have trouble seeing that because society doesn't tell us that. Society is like, relationship goes this, relationship goes that. It's a, it's a struggle, but you know, when you spend time with God, you see clearly. And also, I want to add another mission of the single woman suite is to encourage a life of purity. Um, that's so good. I love this. I'm taking notes. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. I don't want to take your thought. But yeah, that's another mission of the single woman suite. And that is another area that I had been working on during the single season is just purity and, and celibacy. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a born again virgin. So <laughs> mm. I truly believe that. And I believe that if I believe that goes for anyone else too, if you're willing. So it was just amazing to have this community that believed everything that I believed and so she was like, so when do you want to start? And I was like, uh, oh, like there's no like background check or uh, anything else. Like, <laughs> <Right>. okay, well, <laughs> like I'm in, um, I'm in Rockland County, but I go to school in the Bronx. And I mean, I could start in New York City, which is, it's really big and overwhelming. But uh, hey, like I'm, I'm up for it. <laughs> so I started the single woman suite in New York City. And 
Um, it's just been such an amazing journey uh, for me personally, for the, the women that I'm meeting, for the single woman suite as a community. So Duana started it late last year. It was something that God really put on her heart. And we've grown so much. We're actually international now, and we're still expanding. So if you hear this and you're interested in starting one up, you feel like this is something that God is placing on your heart, feel free to reach out to me um, or find us on Instagram or Facebook. The Facebook group is amazing. It's a single woman suite. But um, I love it. It's everywhere. I just typed in one single woman suite, and it was like, Philly, ATL. Yes, um, we're growing. Well, you know, it's it's awesome because um, the podcast is on iTunes. So if, you know, anyone around the world can listen and uh, we have some, some ladies actually in Africa that listen to the podcast. And so we just got our single women's suite over in Kenya. So. Oh, that's very cool. Um, Nigeria, I think it's the, where most of the ladies that I've been seeing comments from. So that is so awesome. But you know what? The love of God is spread so quickly. And wait yeah. a minute, Ginger, are you, are you sure you're 21? Because... I think every hair on my on my body was standing up. I got the chills when you were talking about um, that women need to know that they're enough. And I it instantly got a picture of my daughter. I remember I said I had a five-year-old. And I'm like, wait, God, at what point do I start teaching her that she's enough? Because bless my, my heart, my, my parents' hearts, they did all they could do. But I remember thinking, I don't really think that I, I was taught that I am enough. And so... You just shed a whole lot of light on what we can do to help younger women, the older generation, um, or the more mature, as you would say, (laughs) to help women, uh, young ladies, know their worth. Because that, I think, helps us avoid the pitfalls. And we can actually probably see the warning signs that were the warning signals that we're getting from young men when we're we're getting from men when we're approached and when we're starting to get Mm -hmm. to know someone. As I mentioned, um, the podcast that's going to be on before yours was about toxic relationships and the therapist, Janie Lacey, who shared with us all of her, she had a short time with us, but in that short moment, she shared so much goodness about um, the warning signs. And I wrote down a question for you um, as we kind of come to a close here. Oh, well, let me back up. The other hair-raising moment was you said, I want to be a wife, a mother, an entrepreneur, and anything that you're doing entrepreneurial has to line up with your purpose in God. Yeah. Girl, that's fire. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> wait, she's, she's lying to me. She's not 21. And so um, <laughs> I really was um, excited that you, you would share your heart today because I knew it would be some good encouragement for women. And so I have one question, and then we can kind of wind down from here. But do you think – there are warning signs that you're not in self-love mode. Um, I guess it's yes. a two-part question. <laughs> how do you know? How do you know when you're not loving yourself and it's time to take that single route and be alone with the Lord? Wow. Okay. So a lot of embracing your single season is the mentality switch. So first, mm-hmm. you have to see that the single season is an opportunity, and and then once you see that opportunity, you have to take advantage of it and you have to know that the single the single season really all is God has to be the foundation otherwise it's going to be a hot mess because there's so it has its highs and its lows like one moment you're you're living life you're taking yourself out to places and the next moment it's two o'clock in the morning and you're in bed and you're lonely Mm -hmm. and you're looking at everybody on snapchat having fun out drinking partying Uh, I think that you really need to 
develop that relationship with with God because God, when you're when you're in His presence, you'll know that you're worthy. You'll know that you're enough. Um, you you'll know that you're never alone. You'll know that you're loved and you're free and and so many other things. And any time that you you don't feel those things. That's an indicator that you need to love yourself more. Uh, like I, for example, stopped looking at, I, I took the word bored out of my vocabulary and I stopped oh being, I mean, I've always, I kind of laugh now because um, I'm the oldest out of four. So one is in college. My little sister is in high school now. My little brother, he's going to be 10. But um, it's so funny to me because my siblings have, guys just blessed them with so many friends and they're, they're, they go out and they go over each other's houses into movies and I'm like uh, I didn't I didn't grow up like that like I didn't grow up with my mm. friends like that so I'm like you know I'm so happy <laughs> for them but because of that I I never really had a problem being alone or so I thought but my single mm. student showed me even more how to find comfort in being alone because I know that whenever I'm starting to feel lonely I'm not actually lonely that's God saying my daughter Ooh. come sit at my feet come spend time with me and boredom, oh, I hate that word. <laughs> you never really bored because there's yeah. always something to do. Like um, one of the game changers, game changers in my single season was taking my free time and going on YouTube and searching up a sermon or opening up my Bible. I, I actually opened up my Bible again for the first time since high school last year. And oh my goodness, if you're not in the Word, like what are you doing? Stop playing. Oh, <laughs> the my Word gosh. is it's alive and it's active and even if you don't know where to start or you don't have some fancy plan you just flip open to a random page and god is going to speak to you so uh whenever you have to know god and his characteristics because we're made in his image so some of his characteristics we have the capacity to have as well and so when you feel yourself shying away from those characteristics when you feel confused or frustrated or hurt or lonely or broken or Whatever it is that's not a good feeling, that's when you know that you need to love yourself more. That's the real answer to mm. your question. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Oh, my goodness. I wish we had more time. I'm just, you're at two pages of notes now, lady. <laughs> I'm just going and going. But, you know, it, it doesn't matter that, you know, I'm, I'm married now, 41, and have a five-year-old. You're, you know, in the prime of your youth and you're... 21 and you're pursuing life, chasing after everything God has for you. The principles of God's word and his love for us, they're all the same. And so in the married world, you have to find time to spend alone with the Lord because Mm -hmm. you can be lonely. You can sometimes even when, you know, when your marriage is on the rocks, you can even feel like a single woman or a single mom, you know, even is more challenging and be married. And um, part of my husband's testimony, my, my testimony is that I went through that season. And I remember, I believe it was sometime the end of last year, and I was coming, you know, coming full circle um, through the double mastectomy, the, which gave me a lot of time when I was healing to think about, you know, the Lord and where I'm at and where, how did I get here, God, you know, um, the chemo, the radiation. And then there's like these quiet moments that I had in affliction. And I think pain and struggle bring quietness because mm-hmm. sometimes we're, you know, things are good and we're just going, going, going and everything is loud and noisy. And then boom, something hits us and it takes the wind out of us. And then we're like, right before God is humbled. And that's yeah. what that journey did for me. It humbled me. And I think that's what a broken heart does when, when we're in a 
toxic relationship and or we find out something like you did about our our the uh, significant other it takes yeah. the wind out of us and we're looking at god again like okay can mm-hmm. i hit the reset you know and you self-evaluate i love the fact that you said after your relationship you self-evaluate you think about what they did but you're oh, also it's so important i just have I to add that. i Go forget ahead. the exact reference from fifty-one seventeen. Uh, but it just talks about like the sacrifice that God asks for is a broken, a broken heart, and that is so encouraging to me because who doesn't have a broken heart? We all have scars, we all have hurt, and the fact that we like we have a God that that wants that because if you bring if you go to a human with a broken heart, they might not take you, but God says like come to me and. He desires to make you whole, and I, that's so encouraging to me right now. That's one of my favorite verses of this new year is that God just wants my broken heart, and I'm like, hey, you could have it because I, I don't, I don't do well with it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I actually, I love that verse. It's one of my favorite chapters in Psalms. I'm going to read it as we close out. And then, Ginger, we would love for you to pray us out of the program as we wrap this up. This has been so good, and I, I want to read the scripture so everyone listening. We do have gentlemen that listen. I realize um, that sometimes I refer to everyone as ladies. So gentlemen, I apologize. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone stopped me getting on the elevator the other day and he was like, I've been listening to your relationship series because I'm going through it in my marriage. And I was like, God, that blessed me so much. So for all of our listeners, this is Psalm 51 and I'm going to go back up to 15, verse 15. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. And I love the fact that that, that's perfect. Like, I believe the Holy Spirit brought us here to end there because... (laughs) In the single walk and me just recalling that, that season of my life, I didn't have some of the revelation that you had, Ginger. I just kept going around that same wilderness, bad relationship after bad relationship, feeling unwanted after feeling unwanted and not recognizing that I needed to come to God so he could fill me up. Yeah. And I love that verse. So I'm going to have you just give us any last closing words and then close us out. Um, I think I'm just going to pray if that's all right. Absolutely. Family Father, we just come before you right now with a grateful and a humble heart, Lord, and we thank you for this connection that you ordained, Lord, and I just lift up Candy to you. Thank you for her heart and her purpose and every high and low that she's gone through to, to bring her to this point, and I pray over her ministry and her life and her family, Lord, that you would just lift them up and that you would get all the glory. Lord, I also thank you for the single woman to me and the blessing that it has been to me and so many other women, and I thank you for Duana. Um, and the heart that you've given her to just, and the faith to walk in her purpose and start this ministry up, Lord. Um, I thank you for all the women that are in a single woman's suite and those that are to come and those that are not in a single woman's suite but are in need of you, Lord. Pray that you just bring about freedom and, and healing and community. And I pray for the guys that are listening to this too, Lord, yeah. that they would strive to be kingdom men in the same way that we prepare as women to be wives, that you would stir in them a desire to prepare to be a husband and to love their queen. So I thank you for this phone call and all that you're doing, Lord, because you're not, you're so active and present in our lives. You're not just sitting back. And so I pray that 
yeah. you would just stir a desire in us to continue to get to know you more and more and that we would never have enough for you. And I praise your name that you are infinite and that you, you supply all our needs and all our desires. So as much as we want you, we can have you, Lord. So I just thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because at the end of the day, what else can we say? So I just lift up everybody listening to this podcast. Thank you. And I, I pray that you have given them ears to hear and eyes to see and receive and, and all that good stuff, Lord. And I pray that you just be with us forever presently. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen. 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 Such an awesome discussion. I'm like, oh, man, I got so much to meditate on tonight. God, this is <laughs> so good. And you did this kind of a spur of the moment. But, you know, it's not it's not spur of the moment because God already had ordained our time and our conversation exactly. to bless every listener. Ginger, we bless you. We bless your ministry, your business, your life, and the light that you are to everyone around you and to your group and the fellowship. I'm so excited for the ladies to go on Instagram, look up the single women's suite and um, in New York, and they'll, they'll, they'll run into all of the different locations. And certainly, I'm sure they can message you if they want to learn more, go on the website, right? Yes. Um, the Instagram is Single Women Suite NY. Um, the Facebook group, which is everyone. We have over 2,000 women from all over the world. That's the Single Women Suite. And that is a closed group, but you get accepted very quickly. And if anybody wants to email me, it's the same as the Instagram. It's Single Women Suite NY at Gmail. Oh, that's perfect. To all of our listeners, you know, I love you. I'm so grateful for everyone who tunes in and to leave, leave comments and prayer requests and know that we're always praying for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Until next time, everyone, I love you in the Lord. Bye-bye.